So Taylor, you went from being the very first employee to now having 150 employees. Um, scaling that business was definitely something you needed to focus on throughout that entire journey. Any lessons that you learned just scaling your business? You know, <laughs> what's interesting is I'm going to say something that is, it's interesting. I, I did a lot of things that did not scale mm -hmm. early on in my business. Okay. Um, we purposely like, I mean, we, if you look strictly from a number standpoint, we, we lost money on a lot of clients, but even beyond clients, um, you know, we, we do certain things or we, I did certain things early on, even as a business or a business owner that probably some people would say this absolutely, well, you did what? Like some of my friends who are business owners, like professional services, dentists, whatever, they're just like, huh, what did you just do? Right. So I, I tell this story and, you know, like it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm quite frankly, extremely proud of it. Like, uh, but you'll understand why. So um, one of, one of my, one of my first under 10 single digit employees, she was our, actually our first account manager we hired. Mm -hmm. um, she, she had a, like, she had a pretty crappy car, a, a very unreliable uh, crappy car. Um, and you know, we, we were paying her pretty decently, right? Above market. And she has this, you know, we, we, we had this bonus structure and all this kind of stuff, but she was constantly always talking about or, or, you know, messaging about like money issues, mm -hmm. right? And and because she was still like within my, like single digit employees, like you, you try to get to know a lot of your right. staff like very closely, right? And no family. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're family essentially, right? And, 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 I remember like at this time, like she had just had a new kid, right? Like this was kid number four, there were medical bills and yada, yada, yada. And she lives in, in I don't wanna say middle of nowhere, but like two hours from like any big city kind of thing, okay? And so, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, after finding like the, like the fifth, you know, breakdown of her car, I was like, what, you know, employee name, like, what's going on with this car? Like, it sounds like this car costs you more than, you know, just, you know, like to fix it and maintain it than just, why don't you just buy a new car? Right. Right. Um, now, of course, like, don't get me wrong, right? Like different people, like, like to be able to buy a new car or, or, or not necessarily a new car, but just something more reliable, you got to save them for a down payment and yeah. all this kind of stuff. And with just life, right? Life in general, like it's tough. And so what we actually did, um, and I, as a company, right? But but I guess individually, because we were very small back then, was, you know, I bought her a car. <laughs> I I literally, we happened to have a conference um, in that state that she lived in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it was a good excuse. I needed to, you know, do a rental car anyways, right? So I was like, you know what? You know, I, I went around, called uh, a bunch of Honda dealerships, um, asked her, of course, like what kind of car she wanted. And so I was like, well, what about a Honda Fits, right? Like I know Fits are relatively speaking reliable. It's a Honda, you know, it's also very versatile. It's a hatchback, all this kind of good stuff. And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, I, I would love something like that. And so I did it. Uh, we bought, it was $12,000. I remember I flew in, I had the dealership that I like coordinated with, had them pick me up from the airport. Uh, and I flew in a day before the conference started. And essentially swiped a 
a, a credit card, bought her the car, right, on her company credit, and essentially, you know, when picked her up, delivered her the car, and then we, we, you know, of course, from a company perspective, we use the car for the conference, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> drove like five hours down to a conference, you know, and then afterwards, I left, but she then drove that car home, right? Right. By doing that, right, like, yes, you know, like, that's kind of odd, right? That's kind of weird. But I shit you not, the, the amount of stress and just time that freed her up, like, I don't even know how to objectively quantify how much return on that investment we got, oh, right? Yeah. Like, from that one person, right, she then... I mean, she's now one of our team leads, essentially, right? Like, I mean, even before then, like, I mean, she handled easily 20,000 a month of recurring revenue for us, right? Like a single month of revenue paid almost for two cars, right? Right. So, so it was something where it's like, you know, that sounds weird and it's absolutely not scalable. You can't go around. I, I hope my other staff don't hear this, I guess. <laughs> it doesn't scale today. I don't know if it's even, you know, possible, but like, Again, like as an individual business owner at the time, I was like, you know, this is really taking up a lot of time, effort, energy, money as well, right? And, and it's simply because my employee wasn't in the financial position to, you know, be able to do this. And so we did it. And a year later, we worked it out with her. We essentially gave it to her as bonus, right? So a year later, we handed her, like she technically like paid off that car with us, mm -hmm. right? And we essentially handed her the title after a year, right? Took care of all the taxes, took care of everything, right? Like, and it was done. And then we just made sure she, oh, we just said, look, all you gotta make sure you pay for is insurance. Make sure you pay for insurance and we'll take care of it. And, you know, like, honestly speaking, you know, for an employee that makes, you know, 50, 60,000 a year, right? $12,000, you know, like, it seems like actually, I correct me, I'm sorry, uh, we did it over two years. So it really became like a, $500 extra a month kind of thing, right? right? Which actually that, that's 10%, right? Like that's actually a pretty normal ish kind of bonus structure anyways. Right. And so we essentially were like, look, we'll front it. Right. But kick ass, take names for us. Right. And, you know, here we are three years later, right. She's still kicking ass, taking names. I can't imagine how much, you know, money she's made us per se. And she's, I mean, she's told us at least she's never leaving, <laughs> right? She wants Definitely to grow old with a lot of loyalty. Oh, absolutely. Right. So I think that's, that's something, you know, one of the things like I've heard a lot from a lot of founders is do things that do not scale early on, take those risks. It's not always about the money. Right. And, and, you know, some will work out some won't, but it's okay. I mean, you're a business owner, you're a startup, right? Your job is to take risk. <laughs> like, if you're not taking risks, what are you doing this for? Kind of thing, right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just 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 kind of fun little thing, story about us, right? And what we did early on. Um, that again, like, yeah, it, we changed her life, and 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 she she would she would she greatly appreciates it. She tells I, us, she reminds us all the time. I, well, I imagine, I imagine it was a life changing event. But I love the the advice, you know. Early on, that's when you want to take the risk because your your time for payback is longer. So she's been with you now for the pretty much the entire four years, um, has said, this is my employer for life, and she's going to continue to help you grow your business. So uh, that payback is just just huge for you and, and APM help. I love the advice. Um, 
when I talk with other business owners and especially the, the coaches and the consultants that, that work with them, they always talk about, look at your, as a business owner, your val the value of your time. And I love what you did. Um, whether you were uh, conscious about it or not, after the fact, you realized you got so much of her time back, which oh, yeah. was adding value to your business. And I think that there's a great lesson that when you can free up not just your time as a business owner, but your employees' time to focus in the business, then that payback is, 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 is there as well, just as it is with you as a business owner, if you can um, allow yourself to focus on the business. So that's a great story. No, absolutely. And for what it's worth, right, the whole, your whole theme of, you know, working on the business instead of in the business, right, by taking that, you know, that issue, the car issue, unreliable car off of her mental just plate, right, she was able to help us work on the business and not necessarily in it as well. I mean, she was working in it too, right? Yeah, she's she right. always responsible for revenue, but she was also now thinking about how do we, how do we hire more people? How do we train? How do we, you know, work with better uh, clients and not have every client. Oh yeah. And, awesome. and, and so again, like, absolutely. I mean, I can't, the, the, the return has been immense. It's been, it's, it's ridiculous. So awesome. Well, thank you very much for sharing that story. That's a great uh, lesson yeah. learned. Thanks again, Steve.